0: I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet, and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Yes, because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see, sir. and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God, I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got. Strain with everything you got. Let's, go. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills. <laughs> You're listening to The Off-Tackle with John Fiena Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into The Off-Tackle with John Fiena Show, starring me, Joe Miller. I'm the star of it. Maybe not. Maybe not so much. But uh, it is good. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. (laughs) It's good to have everybody joining us here on episode two of a special three-part series uh, here on Buffalo Rumblings, the Off-Tackle with John Fina show with that guy over there. My name is Joe Miller. That is John Fina, former left tackle for the Buffalo Bills. John, how are you feeling, well, this afternoon where you are, this evening (laughs) where I am?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. I was in New York City for about four days, some business, some pleasure. Uh, sadly, there wasn't nearly as much Bill's gear roaming around the city as I had hoped there would be. No, there's not. No, there's not. Probably <laughs> some Jets gear today. It's a lot of goofy shoes, though. I'll tell you that people wear the goofiest shoes. What are you talking? About? Yeah, the, 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 the women are wearing these shoes with these soles like this. Like they're going to turn an ankle all over the place. I just want to.
0: I just want to know what's going on, Rex Ryan, because a couple weeks ago you posted a picture of your feet, and now you're talking about <laughs> shoes. <and
1: pictures. laughs> oh no, I had a blast, but I flew back today, so I'm a little uh, weary. I guess weary traveler kind of. But uh, I saw there was a Bills guy on the airplane, there was a Bills guy at JFK, and then there was another Bills guy at the Phoenix airport. So, you know, I feel better. That the world has not completely, you know, come off its axis.
0: There you go. Well, uh, everybody, welcome into the show. As I said, we are going to be talking about the NFL draft, which is looming at this point. You know, we we spend all of this time like the buildup, the buildup, the buildup to the draft. Well, actually, it's the buildup to free agency. And then it's the buildup, the buildup, the buildup to the draft. And then it's the buildup, the buildup, the buildup to the preseason the buildup to the buildup up to the season, the playoffs, it's like it's this never-ending cycle and they've done such a good job of just like drawing all of us in to the point where we have come out with a three-part series, right? So one, two, three, last week we talked about free agency moves, needs for this Buffalo Bills football team tonight. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the draft specifically and uh, potentially who we think the Bills should, maybe would, could, possibly be their take yada yada what they might do and then next week please tune in as we talk about what the bills done did right oh boy done did and are they going to surprise us or
1: are they going to like do what we hope they do oh my god you know what it's going to be is you know you can't satisfy anybody right so you know daniel galleries he has his opinion right tracy Fisher has her opinion richard rush mimi fina right so the first pick, whatever we do, whether we trade it, whether we take Bijan, whether we get an offensive lineman, somebody's going to be pissed, right? Sometimes. Oh, we needed a wide receiver two or two and a half or, God knows what, and it's the great crapshoot of the NFL, mm, mm, Espe- talk about it. especially. Wow, I mean, I, th- you, you, I mean, everybody's got their list of favorite busts, either league-wide or Buffalo Bills busts that have come come down the pike, right? But. You know, there, you look at it and there's really only, and I'm not advocating for this, mm-hmm. but B. John mm-hmm. Robinson is a lock, right? He's a lock. Yeah. But do you need him? Do you argue? Do you get rid of somebody you just signed? It's not the highest need. But if, he, if he's still there, which he wouldn't be, and you draft him, there's going to be so many people that are angry. Uh, Agreed. Here's, it, but that's, that's the fun part because for me, people ask me, like, okay, we'll have this draft, right? And, and somebody will send me a DM on Twitter and be like, what do you think of our draft? And I'm like, you know, I'll tell you in about 28 months. Okay. <laughs> give me two years with these guys and then I'll, I'll give you my opinion. Right. And, and that's really what it boils down to, Joe. I mean, you'd say you're, you're, you're gambling, you're gambling on will they stay healthy? Will they be a contributor? Mm. Will they be a good citizen? Are mm. they, you know, are they going to amount to anything? And you, mm. you just don't know, but That's it's right. fun. I mean, yeah, I can't, you know, I, I don't fault anybody for going off the rails like they've been going for the past five, six, eight weeks. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, so we are not draft aficionados. Um, and I am proud to say that I think both of us are in our, well, I'm almost 50, in our 50s, and we are both mock free still right I don't think either of us have done an actual mock draft which may end tonight but it will not be posted so that nobody will (laughs) necessarily uh have to see that on twitter uh but uh we're gonna talk all things draft uh 2023 NFL draft here on the show we are super chat live so if you've got a question or a comment that you want uh for John or even myself, feel free to, to jump in there. It'll come up all colored and bubbly, and we'll get to see it, and we'll post it on the screen, and uh, we'll we'll talk about it. So, but before we get started, uh, there is Buffalo Bills news, which is that Tyler Bass was inked to a new contract extension, four years worth up to twenty one million dollars per reports. Uh, the deal includes twelve point three million dollars guaranteed. That seems low to me. Does that not seem low to
1: you? It uh, makes him the top four kicker in the league. Really,
0: it just seems like it seems like a like four million a year or three million a year seems like a four million. Uh, I think,
1: uh, who's our guy at uh Baltimore? I think he pulls down like 5.2.
0: Justin Tucker, the best kicker, he's got the best best kicking average in like in NFL history, right? It's amazing. Gotcha. So, uh, per the report that I pulled, Bass helped uh 27 to 31 on field goals last year, 87.1 percent, 48 to 50 on extra points, which are. Kind of a short field goal nowadays. Uh, and then uh, th- this is the best tagline of all. Considering the often horrible weather in Buffalo. <laughs> these numbers are certainly impressive. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> oh, I lost your audio. No, I'm here. Oh,
1: oh there you were. Gotcha. I, thought you I was said, trying Whoa. to mute mute, mute mute you, but I just ended up muting uh, <laughs> me. <laughs> That's fair. That's, I, I get it, dude. Yes, uh, uh, Karen Idzik. I am at Denny's. I'm at my Favorite my favorite counter at Denny's. (laughs) No, actually, Karen, I am uh, I'm in travel, I'm in transit, and my sister was kind enough to lend me her banquette off the kitchen. So after this she'll be serving me. What's on the menu tonight, Christine? Filet mignon with crab and foie gras. Oh, filet mignon with crab and foie gras. Pretty good. bougie. Yeah. Mimi's on. You don't even. You don't even come on my pod. Mimi's on the pod every time. That, that, that's a bougie Denny's. You're sitting at. So when you said Tyler Bass got inked, I thought maybe he got like Bill's Mafia babes on his left breast. I thought like tatted <laughs> up, right? That would that would be legend. It would be legend. That would so, be legend. So, no, I, so it was it was a market deal for for a guy who is as good as he is, right? Right. For sure. So I, yeah, I'm I'm and I'm good with that. I like that whole idea of having the special teams. Triad settled, snapper holder, kicker, punter. I mean, that's that's good.
0: Agreed, hundred percent agreed. So, uh, also in the news uh, today, Aaron Rodgers. The the deal has been done. Aaron Rodgers is a Jets suck, suck, suck. Mm. Uh, effectively, this this trade goes down between the Jets and the Packers for Aaron Rodgers, who instantly becomes the greatest player to ever play for the Jets, which is hysterical. <laughs> Kind of when you think about the fact that like he's old already, right? Like he's not he's not young, he's not spry, he's past his prime. But he is clearly at this point the best player that's ever played for now, the Packers and probably the Jets. Uh, But effectively, this deal breaks down into they swap number thirteen and fifteen this year. So they basically just and, and I believe the Patriots are in between them, which they're saying has some draft effect because the Packers are in need of some of the same things that the the Patriots are in need of, and they've just. Leapfrogged them, which is kind of fun, Mm. but even inside of that, the pack, the Packers also get a second round pick this year, number forty two. They get a sixth round pick this year, two oh seven, and a conditional pick next year that is a second and could be a first
1: if he plays
0: sixty five percent of the snaps. The Jets also get obviously Aaron Rodgers and a fifth round pick this year. Here's my question: First, what are your thoughts on this? This is. To me it all comes down to that conditional second to first round pick. Like that's the that's the break for me. That's the point where I'm like I'm out. If, if that had not if it if it had been a second yet like a third to a second next year, I probably would have been like, "Oh, this is a pretty good trade." Second to first? I mean, what if the Jets are picking in the top 15?
1: So you don't like it because it, it disaffects our beloved Buffalo Bills or you don't like from the Jets perspective? Yes. Like, why do they that, give away the farm for this this for, guy who's a little long in the tooth and occasionally sour in the attitude?
0: Yes, that and not to mention the fact that what happens next year, if say say they come out of the box one and five, two and six, something like that, does he get benched? Like, it, like, do they start, like, waning him out from the 65% because they don't want to have to give up a top 10 draft pick next
1: year? I would. Crazy, I mean, right? I absolutely I mean, would. But the, the question really doesn't become if they're bad, right? If If he becomes the guy that we kind of suspect or maybe everybody's a little bit fearful about, you know, he does kind of have that sort of my way, Aaron's way kind of, demeanor i don't know maybe you know maybe he's a turnover a new leaf guy right we heard enough bad things about stefan diggs and he was not the guy that we were promised we were getting he's he's the guy we hoped we'd get so i don't i don't know and i've seen a few people and i said this when we first brought up the conversation he doesn't scare me and i think it's not you know it's not because of his skill set it's because of the, the mixture The surroundings, Mm -hmm. because it's 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 this guy with the Jets and the Jets on their own have kind of a bad blend already that they may or may not be coming out of. But then you add this guy and it it just doesn't really concern me. I thought that they were on a decent trajectory with with Mike White, actually. Mm -hmm. And now Mike White's gone. So
0: I think the biggest thing for me and we can we can cap it off here in a second. Obviously, we don't want to spend the the whole time talking about Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Um, I agree. I think it makes them marginally better. What it's going to come down to. And I tweeted this earlier uh, on a Duke Preston. Did you play football with Duke Preston, by the way? Uh, I did he was not. He, yeah, he was, so he was a Buffalo. Bill that came after you, uh, former offensive lineman Duke Preston. Uh, he just said that this is a, a horrible trade for them for a number of reasons. And I basically just I played devil's advocate a little bit and tried to you know look at the good side, which is the Jets have weapons and they've got talent on that offense that that Mike White nor Zach Wilson could basically make anything out of. One thing that's going to happen, Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to distribute the football, call the right plays, get them into the right looks to effectively make those weapons useful. And I think that's what it's going to come down to, right? So Nathaniel Hackett, who is kind of like reconnecting with Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers after Nathaniel went from the Packers out to Denver, and now now he's with the Jets. So I I guess that's the question. How effective can that offense be? Because the defense is good. We know that already. The defense is really good. Really scary, scary actually. So Mm -hmm. it's going to come down to the fact that Aaron Rodgers, for me, has weapons that he did not have in in Green Bay, like at all,
1: right? Which, and I agree with you that that is that's the concern. Like the pieces are in place for the Jets to be successful. As much as it pains me to say it, the pieces are there. Mm-hmm. They do have the weapons on offense. They do have great defenders. I mean that they're pretty stacked, right? Yep, yep, yep. But so I just have to kind of like you know spin my hat around and think about it from our perspective now. And think about the track meet aspect of the game. We need to score seven to 10 more points per game. Yeah. All right. So I want to go wide receiver. So you're you're jumping ahead. Before you jump ahead, and I don't know if this
0: is an exercise you oh, could I thought
1: you I thought you didn't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore. So I know we're going to get to the draft, but I have a
0: lead oh. In the draft. So oh, if, okay, all
1: right. The let's lead let's in.
0: transition to the draft to the to the Buffalo Bills draft, mm-hmm. which is on Thursday night. The Bills, as everybody knows, I'm sure, pick 27th overall. Maybe there's somebody like my mom who doesn't who's in the chat who doesn't probably know when they're drafting Thursday well, I, night. I'll be at the opera you'll be at the opera on Thursday. you're not watching the draft on Thursday night I may or may not be watching the draft on you are Thursday so night. cultured you are so cultured John no,
1: I have work I might be driving I might be listening to it on the radio being at the opera is not work <laughs>
0: well that's I was true. kidding about the opera parts. for me being at the opera would be work and I'm a musician <laughs> just to stay awake <laughs> <laughs> yes. and, and I'm a musician I'd be like can we can this just stop anyway um I don't know if you can answer this question because you, A, number one, don't like to disparage people. However, when except guys you. need to be called out, except me, when guys need to be called out, you're very good about calling them out relatively properly, I would say. Hmm. But I also don't know that necessarily you could potentially remember.
1: Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on surprise. Surprise.
0: the the, the a player or the player that I'm about to ask. And I don't have an answer. I'm just curious. You were drafted in 1991 first round by the Buffalo Bills. You played until 2000 92, sorry, 92 by the Buffalo Bills. You played until 2001 last year's Buffalo bill. Ten Is years. that right? Yep. 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 So with that being kind of framed, we understand that part. Who was the biggest draft bust by the bills in your 10 years bill? So the guy that came in that was like, Oh, that's the guy or that's supposed to be the guy. And then it was like, oh, you're, you're, you, you, and you knew like, you're not going to make it. It's not, you're not the guy.
1: Uh, <clears throat> I don't think I can think of a first round guy that fit that category, but my draft class, um, and, and great guys, by the way, but two of the top four, I, I just kind of was a little in retrospect, right? Because when I got to Buffalo, I was terrified, Like, I don't belong here. I mean, these guys are, you know, I didn't play this brand of football. I was, you know, and that's the way I operate. You know, like, I want to put more pressure on myself. But, you know, we had two guys in the top four that never kind of panned out. But Mm -hmm. one of them, you know, who's a great guy um, and his son actually plays in the league now. He was coming off a broken leg, like a really nasty break. And I was like, you drafted the guy with a broken leg. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. How does that work? Uh, how does that work? Uh, I, so I don't always think about it in those terms, right? Because, you know, the, it always goes back to this question of does Does a non productive NFL career mean you were a terrible football player? No, you were at the top in college, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that was enough. Maybe that's what you were. Yeah, yeah um so it's all you know it's 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 very much like remember fax machines remember the movie singles faxing a hundred resumes out there because that's kind of what it's all about you know it's just like well i'm you know i'm the seventh round pick and it doesn't seem like there are that many guys before you but it's hard as hell to make a team you know i'm right, interviewed right. by this massive corporation and right. my skill set is lacking and Okay, I mean, to be turned down by the greatest opportunity in the world to be considered to be in camp, still pretty damn cool.
0: Yeah, agreed.
1: So I don't know. I I know I don't think about. You know what I have to do? I'd have to have you compile uh, a list of everybody that was drafted while I was there. Um, A name that comes up, who, and again with same agent, wonderful guy, just didn't do well in the league, was uh, Flowers. Oh Eric Flowers, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and Todd was a second round pick. So yeah. Eric Flowers who is a great guy. Um, Todd that probably is the yeah. that probably is the guy. But again, but consider the fact that the guys, like, I think it was in the league last year still, like no, I had like a, no, a 50, no. he had like 15 years in the NFL. I was watching film, right? Yeah. I'm like 19th knee surgery thinking I played a hundred years ago <laughs> and they marched Todd Collins out. I think it was with the oh, Chicago no.
0: bears. I meant, I meant the guy is probably Eric flowers. Yes. Todd Collins did have a long career. Uh, as far as that goes, he played yeah. as a backup. He was a backup in the NFL for a very, very,
1: very, Bro, I think make me a quarterback. Give me a clipboard. and float around the league for 15 years (laughs) gil gilbert right that's what we're talking about right now that's the equivalent of you know just keeping the gpa up on your college team
0: yeah for sure for sure
1: awesome i uh i I,
0: uh i think i think eric flowers is probably the answer that i would give not knowing all the i guess we could go back but we're not gonna do that in this episode so you're gonna give me homework and you're gonna do it negative negative
1: Uh, hey matt thanks for putting it up there matt Bye, ham by him. Yep. <clears throat> so we are
0: going to be talking. So as we transition to the NFL draft for 2023, the Buffalo Bills, as I said, has the uh, they have the 27th pick overall. So I guess where we need to start, which is probably where everybody has started as well. But you and I have not, uh, which is the biggest position of need coming into the draft. And nothing has necessarily really changed since last week. We did not get DeAndre Hopkins at this point. We did sign a kicker, which helps. Uh I think we're in somewhat of agreement, but I feel like my my I don't know what you're laughing about, but I feel like I have changed a little bit. So I know that we agree on inside linebacker, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. What are you laughing about? Well, it's just funny you so said we didn't get DeAndre Hopkins, but we got a kicker. And I was like, so not equal. <laughs> like, Here's your consolation prize. You wanted a wide receiver one or two. A legend, potential Hall of Famer, and we gave you a kicker.
0: Yes, and Mimi Fina asks, Dad, what are you drinking? No IPA uh, today.
1: You know, your aunt Christine doesn't have any IPA in the house, so I'm I'm going pinky up. Oh,
0: pinky up, nice. So he's drinking. Uh, is it? A, it's a red, obviously, but what uh, what is it? Cabernet.
1: I didn't really even look at the bottle, Joe. You, the you, off, you, you cracked the, the whip seat. on me. I had to get on, and get my headphones all tuned in. <laughs> there was eleven seconds left before the show was going to start. You scare me. <laughs>
0: here we go anyway.
1: all right so uh middle linebacker yes
0: uh, why yeah receiver. that
1: wide receiver middle linebacker wide receiver offensive line safety that's how i stack rank I, it. you and i both
0: so you said earlier today on the phone with me that you you know that everybody feels offensive tackle right tackle but you don't agree and i don't know that i do necessarily either i almost wonder if safety is more of a need than offensive tackle right tackle right now
1: yeah, you know, I just want to – I know Buffalo Freddy's on the line, and if I didn't say offensive line in the top three, then I'm going to get that hashtag draft fat guys, which you just did. <laughs> I, I could smell it coming. <laughs> Not as good as this barbecue, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, look, I, I, I watch Spencer Brown a lot, and I'm telling you right now, uh, if we're going to give Gabe Davis an ankle, then we should give Spencer Brown a back. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the pieces are there. There's just a little tinkering that needs to happen. But right. that was the same thing with Josh Allen. It, you know, that guy went out on his own, got the coaching and changed quite a bit about his throwing motion. So I'm a, you know, much like you, when you raise your kids, right? The reason against being a helicopter dad or mom is you got to give your, chi- your kids a chance to surprise you. Mm. Right. It's good. So we got to give. He's a third year. He's a he's a third round pick. Mm -hmm. Uh, I also have a theory about Spencer Brown because I, I feel like he played better as a rookie than he than he did last year. I would agree with that. Um, and beyond the holistic approach to the, the problem that we've discussed before about wide receiver two and getting guys open so Josh can get rid of the ball, who does he trust, all that stuff, there is an element of um, ignorance is bliss. So as a rookie, he's just coming out there wild, wild west, just firing, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in the passage of time, takes a grip on you, right? And then you get these little seeds of doubt or fear that grow you're no longer just like fresh as a daisy and i some of the things that i saw that he was doing this year i was like he didn't do that last year why is he doing that Mm. and that's that's that kind of thing that creeps into your head where you start doubting and creating stuff uh that you didn't do the year before because you were like here we go man i can't believe i'm here you know you're you got your phone out you're going down it's disneyland you're on the you're on the freaking uh, roller coaster but now he's at the point now where he's kind of i think it digested it a little bit and it just places a you know this kind of second guessing nature to mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. but that can go away i mean every player goes through that you know you fake it 23 three hours and 59 minutes a day and there's a minute out of every day when you're a football player that you are like man i don't know if i got the chops and
0: you gotta like get rid of that so when you're talking about offensive tackle right what's interesting to me is like the number one ranked per a lot of people peter uh uh with sub 33 inch arms skaransky very well may end up as a guard Mm -hmm. so that's your best Left, like your best tackle prospect right now is a guy that they're projecting is probably going to play guard because he doesn't have reach. He doesn't have the reach that he necessarily needs. Um When I look through this list, as far as the guys that are there, Paris Johnson, you know, Broderick Jones, people, guys, Darnell Wright, you know, is there, is there a guy there, you know, Darnell Wright, you know, four year starter uh, at Tennessee, which is a big program. There's some guys that are probably going to play. I just don't think to me, would I be happy if the Buffalo Bills drafted a tackle in the first round? I probably would not be upset. I'd have questions, right? It's like, okay, is this guy going to sit? Is he going to play right away? Like what is the plan? Um I don't know that I would necessarily be upset. Would you be upset where would you where would you land if the Bills drafted a tackle at 27? Out of the gate tackle
1: yeah well i think the problem is the disparity between the last best tackle that should go in the top 20 and then the next best tackle that really shouldn't go at 27 right 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 so uh, to me i i think it's a mistake mm. i think if you just if you're just laser focused and if by chance broderick jones who i like um, and then uh, uh Paris Johnson, uh, those guys are, I think they're going to be gone, man. Yeah, but beyond really. that, it's hard to make an argument. And you say, Oh, the guy started for four years at, at Tennessee, that's like buying a car with 160,000 miles already on it. Yeah, like four years starter, that's that could be 48 football games.
0: I think it's important to note to your point about where the board is, where the board falls, you know, halfway through the draft at 27, who's worthy to be taking. So right, Ant- Anton Harrison, big board rank 24 per PFF. Uh, Dewan Jones is 31. So then so, you're talking about at 31, the bills are potentially reaching right for a Dewan Jones guy out of OSU, which OSU is a huge program. That's mm-hmm. they're going to crank out big dudes. And then the next one, Interestingly enough, I just caught this name and I don't know why it didn't hit me before when I was when I was doing my research earlier. Cody Mock, uh Carl Mock. Is there a connection there? Are you wonder? No, it's not the same spelling. No, we got gotcha. Uh 51. So there's yeah, your, no, here's he's your he's point not, that you're talking I, about.
1: I watched him play at Arizona. He's not he's not the guy, but I think the one guy, if he's available, I think DeWan Jones, if he's available. But my concern about him is his, you know, it sounds crazy to say, but his size. Right. I right. mean, you get to the point. Where, you know, I mean, we had a number. Eight, of, fourth, we had a number of guys that I played with who couldn't control their weight. Right, and you can eat your way off the football field, and it's it's a kind of a it's not a double edged sword. It's an obvious sword. You know, guys that in either high school or college that are just behemoths, mm-hmm. and they use the weight, and it doesn't matter because they can grip and throw guys, and you could still do a little bit of that in college. You know, it's psychological. You lose a little too much weight and you kind of dis you can disintegrate as a player. Mm-hmm. So guys guys think I'm big, I'm big, I'm big. I for, since I was eight years old, I've been told I was big. Yep. But I, I think Dewan Jones that's my only concern about him. Uh Harrison, I, I do kind of like him. He's a little maybe a little shorter. You know, they say six four. I don't know. Well, so, I mean, but again, if, if you but again, the, I I feel like when it comes to this position, I'm better off taking a wide receiver.
0: I would yeah. So I was going to say when you look at the time value of the position, right? right? So six five three fifteen is effectively where you played, right? Yeah, yeah. So and as much as Deion Dawkins is six three, I believe he's more than three fifteen. He's also somewhat of an athletic freak. So he's okay. Is he six foot three? I think I believe he's six three or six four. Yeah. Does he's ice? Like,
1: uh, well maybe I was just uh, a little the Klimt standing next to him on the field at the Cincinnati game but he looked like he was seven feet tall
0: I can uh, I can check it I'm sure somebody is already fact checking it in, uh, yeah. in the chat but
1: uh, but again that that goes down to how how much you gonna get caught up in the metrics sure. because if you're caught up in the metrics Spencer Brown is your guy he just needs to either be a coached better or B. The philosophy of the offense have to has to benefit everyone.
0: So it says he's six five per Wikipedia, but I, man, I feel like he is not six five. When you see him, so it goes back to the whole. I don't even know how much these, these NFL metrics mean it because, like, they say they say Greg Rousseau is six six, and I can tell you, Greg Rousseau is not six six. I've stood next to the man. He's he Boogie Basham is six six, and Greg Rousseau. I don't want to say dwarfs him, but. He looks down. at <laughs> right. He's a big boy. Um, so, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see just kind of how this whole thing plays out when you, when it, as it pertains to just the, that tackle is and Anton Harrison going to be there. Probably not. Right. Yeah. So t-
1: to dial back and just simplify the whole thing, if Bijan's there, they're going to take him. Okay. Mm-hmm. He won't be. If their tackle isn't there. It's the wide receiver. If the wide receiver isn't there, it's the tackle. Those are the two biggest positions of need, other than getting a guy like Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. And my, that's my opinion. Right, right. Middle linebacker. I don't think there's anybody on the linebacker list who, who we want as a play caller with experience to come onto this. Jack this team with experience. Right. Well, what do you what do you, what do you say with experience? Define with experience. No, no. What I'm saying is. Of the guys who have the experience play calling at the at the college level, yeah, I don't, I don't know that they are first round picks, right? So we we're not going to take if Jack Campbell's available, we're not going to take him at twenty seven.
0: So I guess I think I guess the question is is when you're talking about draft, so you know, and you're talking about as much as people are like twenty seven is too early for Jack Campbell, right? But if you get a guy that comes in and plays Shane Conlon.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDIC. I say yes. I mean, I agree. that's, uh, and, and the only reason I do selfishly is because you kind of just described me. I mean, I was a solid player. I didn't make a single Pro Bowl. I was an ever all pro, but I started for like eight and a half years. Right and i didn't hurt the team i didn't cause penalties i stayed off the ground the dog is barking so that that's worth it was i a reach i don't know i mean i outplayed 3 of the other uh you know there were 5 tackles drafted in the first round my year and two of us played longer than the other 3 by by wide margin by a lot right and and that's again hey it's all just rolling the dice baby
0: yeah, but I, I think you're underselling yourself, especially when you go back to the story that you talk about uh, when you when you, you know, were uh, had the private workout, the one on one workout with Bill Belichick and his whole comment after just a couple drills was, you know, F and you're like, what? He's like, you're a first round pick. Like he knew, right, seeing you in person, in the flesh with, with just some of the skills that you had, but- right?
1: And I agree. And and thank you for that. Thank you for the compliment. There's so few and far between from you. But again, if you look at the I'm playing, you know, I'm playing the <laughs> yeah. metrics of it all, right? I mean, we look at, and, and I listened to a podcast today and this metric, it's the same thing I've been saying. It's like, I don't care if you get sacks when we're already up by 14 and we're in the fourth quarter, right? If you had 10 sacks that year, and we were already winning by 14, that didn't change the game. Right. right. So, show me. So, we get caught up in metrics. Oh, this guy's six foot seven. He's 345 pounds. Draft fat guys. Well, you're just looking at a metric right now. And unless you're breaking down film, unless you're going through it piece by piece. And when you break down film of a player, I'm sorry, if you aren't watching at least 50 to 100 plays, mm. that's, and who's got time for that? I, I
0: think I think the phrase draft fat guys isn't about necessarily draft. I know teammates. I'm just it's just a dig on my man there, just to a be, little, little dig. We love Dan. I think the the issue is is even as as I look at the wide receiver breakdown, right, and mm-hmm. the guys that are being projected to go to the Buffalo Bills at 27 from a wide receiver standpoint, you know Jordan Addison, people, you know people like that, mm-hmm. they're just small guys you know like not yeah. at your guys and to me the buffalo bills have those guys they don't need more of those guys like find me guys that have some threat to their frame um well, that
1: that's why d hop is like what everybody wants to talk about right deandre hopkins because he's he's a little bit bigger
0: he's one, but he's proven it is more why d he's
1: one, but i mean you look at the guys like zay flowers right i think is he 5 10, 5, yeah, big, but, but when it comes to linebacker, inside
0: linebacker specifically, Jack Campbell has the makeup, has the size of a guy that, you know, could potentially play middle linebacker in this league for a long time. Now I'm not saying that he's Brian Erlocker, but he's six foot five. He's a big dude versus, you know, other, other dudes. Drew Sanders is who's who believe it or not is connected to the bills at that kind of like in, at some point in this draft, six, two, 240 pounds as an NFL middle linebacker. Um,
1: I've been watching his highlights. I mean, to me, you know, you're going to have, there's got to be a consolation. There's going to be a concession. Sorry, not a consolation, a concession. If you need the guy to be in the middle to make sure that all the pieces are in the right place before the ball is snapped and and that's your guy, then you might have to give up a little bit of play on experience on the level of experience. Right. So which guy is that? Is it Drew Sanders or is it Jack Campbell? Uh, Or is it both?
0: In a second because Matt Byram just said, and I'm re- responding to him. Uh, he just said that uh, that Drew Sanders was their pick for the Buffalo Rumblings mock, dra- mock draft. So, second round, second, I was gonna say at 27, like, no, 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 <laughs> got I'm it. Wait, I'm yeah. So, and uh, Mark Johnson throwing it in here just for all of us. I'm making a Fina Speedo, so uh, that's
1: a little creepy, but hey, <laughs> uh, that's so uh, when you come to Fina Fest, right? Whenever we schedule that. I leave before the Speedos come out.
0: (laughs) That's funny. So Drew Sanders, so there's there's just – when you look at Jack Campbell, he's got exactly the size that you're looking for as – and he can get sideline to sideline. I'm not saying that a dude that's 235, 246, 263 can't get sideline to sideline. He probably can. But for me, when you're talking about the anchor in the middle – and I know the Bills run a nickel 4-2. It's a, it's a hybrid, yada, yada, yada. And his role in Matt Milano, whoever this role, is, whoever the guy is, his role is the same as Matt Milano's, blah, blah, blah. They're interchangeable. One guy just calls the plays. And I know all the, sh- the speak. Um, there's just an aspect of like, well, what if in four years they're not running a hybrid 4-2, right? What if they're not running a nickel 4-2 and they need a traditional middle linebacker? What if they want to break out of that go to a 4-3? Yeah. So yeah. Then, it, then then the question turns to trading, right? Getting out of that 27 position. And to be honest with you, I think this is what's going to happen. I think the bills move out of that 27 position and pick up an extra second. And then it turns into what do they do with that extra second round pick?
1: Yeah, no. So I, I like that thought. I mean, the only way they don't do that. And if, if it's down to the wire, the only way they don't do that is if it's Bijan Robinson. I just don't see uh, going back to what you said about the receivers. I don't see the the form and figure of the guy that we need and i agree with you we need i'd like to see a bigger guy bigger catch radius um and i they're not in this draft for us they're not in this draft for us i think the at the the top of the round uh the kid from i can't remember where he's from uh uh uh, najiba from ohio state yeah yeah yeah. i mean that's i think he's a special guy but I think beyond that, we're, we're doing kind of a lather, rinse, repeat with the shape and size of guys that we already have. So let's do this. And
0: this will be fun uh, just as an exercise goes uh, with Ooh. the last couple minutes of the show. So I have uh, profootballnetwork.com uh, forward slash mock draft up on the screen for those that are listening via radio. And I think it's important to go probably through round three, right? And we're going to select the Buffalo Bills. And we're going to do just kind of see what happens. And the cool thing about this is it gives you trade options. Because Mm -hmm. one thing that is not, we haven't talked about, is it also came out yesterday or today, Monday is today, that the Arizona Cardinals are only looking for a second round pick an early they said an early they qualified it with an early second that actually came from one of their beat reporters so, it's, mm-hmm. so agents have call, agents have gotten a hold of him and they have said that the Cardinals are looking for a second round pick an early second for DeAndre Hopkins um DeAndre Hopkins has more than made it apparent that he's willing to come to Buffalo that this is one of the landing spots this in Kansas City um so like let we've got a dancing partner and then it comes down to cap and salaries and the reality is is it's either a one two or a three void year situation if the bills put some void years in his contract they can get his cap number down from 29 million whatever the number is it's huge or 19 million i don't know to five so it becomes a moot point right so mm-hmm. then it turns into how long is he going to be here what at what point do you restructure him do you resign him is he a rental player yada 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 all that fun stuff But we're going to do a couple quick kind of just draft simulations, and I think for all intents and purposes, we can go through this and we can put in Jack Campbell and see what happens. We're going to get the opportunity to look at potential trade offers, and they change, which is cool, every single time that we do this. So right now I've got the bill selected. We're drafting 24. I've got it selected through uh, round three, so we'll kind of get to see what happens. And then I've got it fast so it doesn't take forever. So I'm hitting Let's Draft for those of you that are paying
1: attention.
0: Exactly. So 27. We're on the clock. So now the object is, at this point, if you and I are in agreement, that the Bills are going to trade out of 27, right? So Mm -hmm. these are, in this mock, the options that we have. The Colts, we have three offers, three trade offers at 27, which probably makes sense. Mm -hmm. Pick 35, which puts us out of the first round, but in that early second-round category, we still have our second-round pick. Mm -hmm. And then a 2024 Indianapolis second. I have zero interest in a pick next year. What about you?
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I'd rather get more picks this year. The bills
0: have six picks this this year. In my opinion, they need more than that. Correct. So we're gonna dig, we're gonna look at the next one. The next one is the Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders, pick thirty eight. Yeah. They're offering us, and then a no. uh, twenty twenty four second. I'm no. probably out on that. Yeah. And then this is interesting. Dallas is trying to give up the farm for pick number twenty seven. They want twenty seven and, and one thirty, and then it's fifty eight ninety. A Dallas uh-huh. 24 second, 24 third, and cornerback CJ Lewis. So if I'm picking one of these three, I'm probably staying put at 27. Uh, or are you going with a pick 35 from the Colts?
1: What, what, what was wrong with the Dallas offer? You give up uh, two picks this year? I didn't like the pick 58. Oh, yeah. Too far down, right?
0: I'll be yeah. honest with you. There's an aspect as I'm thinking about this. If depending on where what I can get and where I can get it, mm-hmm. if I can get in the 30s, I'm I'm trading out of that pick too.
1: No, I don't like any of those options. I right. Agree
0: so, so now we're at the point of reject. Who? who yeah. Who? Who are we taking? At, this is fun. By the way, I never thought.
1: Taking? <laughs> yeah. So who's available over there? Ooh. So
0: at this point in time, so if you're talking about offense, uh wide receiver, we're looking at Zay Flowers, apparently, as per this mock, is currently available. Josh okay. Downs. Yeah. Um, tight end is a big there's been a lot of people. Dalton Kincaid is being linked to the Bills a lot, who has a uh what he's a block a guy that's willing to block and is we have what's the word? We have uh we have we have made it a point on this show to talk about the fact that the bills have blocking issues at tight end mm-hmm. um he's also a good pass catcher offensive tackle anton harrison is there and dewan jones are both there so at this point mm. right so and we might as well look at running back and no your guy is not there P. John robinson yeah so, Zay Flowers, Josh Downs.
1: Oh, man, that's hard. I think – and I've been saying this, and, you know, anybody who's in the chat who's watched our show more than once this last season is, you know, if we had – and I, and it's not to disparage our current tight end, but if we had somebody who could block better, and if we got away from those silly formations where we're asking guys the size of Isaiah McKenzie to come get mixed up inside the box, uh, that would make Spencer Brown a better – better offensive tackle, it would even help. There's there's an oh argument
0: to be made that Spencer Brown was a better right tackle when Lee Smith was out there with him.
1: Yeah, and he wasn't on the field that much, was he? Lee Smith
0: was the guy that they brought in in every multiple tight end set. And he was a, he was, problem is a, we don't run enough
1: multiple times. Like this is the problem. If you draft all looking, they hey, do. that, that they, guy better be on the field they, they 80% do of the time. And that's the not going to happen. The bills run
0: it, want to run it, want to run it's 12 personnel, right? They want right. to run 12. The bills ran it a lot. uh Dables uh, last season. And Lee Smith was always that guy. If I'm not, mis- no, maybe, maybe Lee Smith was gone two years ago. I, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I know that Bobby Hart, when Bobby Hart was out there with him, it wasn't, it didn't work. It didn't work as well this year with Bobby Hart. Out there with them as it did the year before, whoever they were putting on. Honestly,
1: so, I, I, to, I think uh, I'm going to make my pick.
0: Which is? So, and who are you taking? Dalton?
1: No, I'm going with Sarah Larson. <laughs> I'm going with Zay Flowers.
0: <laughs> okay, Zay Flowers. Yeah. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get us to the second round. What's going
1: uh, on with uh, Sarah Larson?
0: My bad. I thought you were drafting Sarah Larson. I'm like, Sarah Larson is not eligible for the NFL draft. So we just took we just took uh, Zay Flower. So we now have our number two wide receiver. So we are back on the clock, and I'm going to uh, click out of all of this and see who is yeah. available at this Let's point. who is
1: available. Go to defense.
0: And actually, I didn't check defense to see before, uh, to see if uh, Jack Campbell was still there or not. But uh, we'll check him and scroll uh, go, to,
1: go to linebacker. I don't think he's there. He's gone. We yes. lost him.
0: Yeah, so let's right, go go, go
1: to offense again, real quick. Uh,
0: two seconds, two seconds. Two seconds. Da, 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 da. So Jack Campbell was available. Jack Campbell went. Uh, 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 he went late. Jack Campbell went forty-eight.
1: All right, go to defense. Go to linebacker Noah Sewell. Ooh, and that, I, I watch both of these guys right because I'm in the Pac-12. Uh, Noah Sewell's a good football player. Yeah, smart. She so like. Uh,
0: so let's do it again. Uh, so we're going to restart this thing. So Buffalo Bills, uh, we're going to go through round three. Okay. draft.
1: Oh let's draft.
0: God. So it's going to give us, again, trade offers at this point in time because I still think the Buffalo Bills need to trade out. Dude, it gave me – there was one mock that gave me – I told you this, it gave me Cortland Sutton, a second-round pick and Cortland Sutton. And I was like, let's do that. <laughs> so the first offer we have of two is pick 74, pick 98 from the Browns, and Nick Chubb. Ooh, <laughs> No, All, full stop for 27 and two 20. wolf. This seems like this is not possible. It's not.
1: <laughs> no. Um <laughs> so Zay Flowers have- is gone in this one. Keely Ringo. Whoa, already gone. All right.
0: So and this is the one. So literally this just gave it back to me. So pick so so for 27, the Denver Broncos are offering 67, hmm. which means we still have our second. Court and Sutton, and then New Orleans' third round pick in twenty twenty four.
1: I like that. I'd do that.
0: However, let's take a look real quick
1: and see who's available. See who's
0: available. So at linebacker, Jack Campbell, Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders. Well, Trent Trenton's, Simpson's an edge guy, if I'm not mistaken. Noah Sewell is there. Um, safety: Sydney Brown, Antonio Johnson. Offense: but John Robinson is still there.
1: What? Take him. <laughs> That's Take easy. Him. <laughs> Take him to F the needs. We there's no needs. <laughs> I promise you you will not be disappointed.
0: Yeah. Uh Dalton Kincaid for tight end is still there. So all the so it looks like all the tight ends are always going to be there. Josh Downs.
1: Yeah.
0: As far as wide receivers go and whatnot. So
1: who are
0: we taking here? Are, are we are we looking at are we looking at the trade offers? Or are we taking somebody? I
1: don't know. I like the idea of Sutton. I don't know what his size is, but he's proven right. Uh, like six foot three or six foot four. He's yeah. a proven. I, w- I of- would take that deal honestly, but I mean, is how do we even? This is all just pie in the sky stuff. I. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, I guess we're I think just I to think the, I think the draft
0: simulators well. literally analyze what teams what they've heard, what teams are looking to do. Um, right. So at this point in time, the reason, let's be honest, why, why do you think that the, the, the Cleveland Browns are willing to give us Nick Chubb Mm. because B. Jen Robinson is available. Yeah. And Nick Chubb is going to be approaching his second contract, right? I don't think he's into a second contract yet. Is he, I don't think so. No idea. So that's why. So let's do this. Let's, uh, take a player and then let's see who's there in the second round. Okay, who are we taking? Or do you want to? Or do you want to accept one of these trades?
1: No, we're not going to take the trade. I, I mean, I, I, Bijan's there. I'm taking him. But let's let's you let's think about B- it from more. Let's Bichon. think about it from a more pragmatic standpoint, right? Sticking to what we've talked about. There's nobody going to be at linebacker that we want at 27, right? No. We're not. We're no, Jack, Jack Campbell is there. No, I know, but we we decided that he's not a first round guy.
0: Well, I, are we on the fence? Because I said, "What if he plays for ten years?" Yeah, uh,
1: that's true. It's, this this is why I am not a GM. <laughs> and I'll tell you what happens: like if I ever do a mock draft and I nail it, then I'm going to be like, "What have I been doing with my life? <laughs> I, think I should have been doing this the whole
0: time." It's hysterical. Um, I, I can't see myself to take. Oh man, I mean, an, Anton Harrison isn't necessarily a bad pick here, but I can't see myself. I don't know how. I don't know if that helps the team. Mm. And then wide receivers out. So I think the only pick you have here is, is effectively Jack Campbell.
1: All right, take him. See what happens. All right. Oh, no, don't take him. Ah, oh, too late. late. You bought the farm. Bought the farm.
0: So we are now being offered a trade again. We'll just uh, uh, reject that right now. Yep. And then uh, so it, so we're looking at. Off- so we
1: went linebacker with our number one. Now we got to go look at, at wide, wide
0: receivers. Receiver, right? Marvin Mims. Ooh. Offensive tackle, Cody Mock.
1: Uh, we, we missed the boat. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I I watched him play at Arizona and he is a bully Yeah. and you like everything, most everything about him, but I'm, I'm big at looking at like physical bodies in the offensive line. You know, what, like, you know, checking people out kind of thing in the showers. Um, Not in that way, Joe, but I I don't like the way he's put together. Mm, Gotcha. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's got the right bend. All right, what happened? Let's, we didn't get to the third round.
0: But no, we're not gonna let's do let's do another one. So we'll do one or two more of these here.
1: Okay, so. but I got the concert coming up soon.
0: Well, yeah, we're we're gonna be done here in a minute. You did the slow one. I did not do the slow. Oh, I did the slow
1: one. You're the worst. Mm. I am the
0: worst. Restart. Good call.
1: You saw that. Okay, by the way, this is this is like uh getting sucked into. Like Instagram videos or TikTok or being sucked into into Twitter, right? Like what you could hell? do this, you could do this activity that we're doing right now what for like this? six hours. You'd wake up and you're like, wait, what happened? It's four o'clock in the morning. I never went to bed. I didn't eat dinner.
0: So somehow in this mock, the 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 Vikings are offering us pick eighty seven, pick one nineteen, Dalvin Cook, so James's brother, and a twenty twenty four second for twenty seven and two hundred five. This, if you want to talk about like there's there's no way this is happening this is the there's no way this is happening offer and it doesn't look like Bijan robinson is available either no he's yeah. not he went to 25 so who are they so even the wanting?
1: giants would so they have saquon barkley and they yeah, take Bar-
0: yeah that doesn't seem to make sense at all right so, so we're, we're just gonna we're, we're just gonna we're gonna do another one because this yeah, one is okay. bs this is a bunch of crap <laughs> that is like yeah that's not that's not happening so we'll do this one one more time, or maybe two. We'll see what happens.
1: See, you're doing it right now, Joe. It's going to be seven hours from now. You're going to be like bleary-eyed. So here we go. This is what I'm talking about. This is a
0: perfect scenario. <clears throat> so the, so the, the Lions are offering us 31, mm. next year's second for 27 and 137. Uh Look, we could have both Josh Allen's. The Jaguars want to give us 56. And we Josh, could have we could have three Allens on our team. We could have two Josh Allen's on our team. I don't uh, know that that's ever happened. Go and back
1: then, to the first trade. I want to look at that 42 again.
0: 42 and 78. To so me, that, that's 40. tempting right there. So let's take this offer. This is the first trade offer that we're gonna take. Okay. So we're back on the clock, and now okay, who
1: did they, who did they take when
0: the And now the, the the oh, who did they take? Okay. Uh, Dalton Kincaid. They took a tight end. Which right. they traded their tight end, Hawkinson uh, H- uh, last right. year. Right. Um, so at this point in time, I, I need to see who's on the board. But uh, we have two offers. Brandon Ayuk is being offered to us from San Francisco, and I would take Brandon Ayuk mm-hmm. in a second. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Lions again want to climb up into our mentions and give us forty eight and an eighty one. So, so
1: you're gonna you're going to trade away all the picks. You're going to just gonna
0: trade away all the picks. I want to position myself to get Jack Campbell and DeAndre Hopkins with second-round picks. Okay. that that uh, If I'm telling you what my intention is, that's my intention. Is that right
1: now, past the graveyard?
0: Right. It, yes. Right now at 31, Zay Flowers is available. Uh, who else? Darnell Washington. What what you,
1: uh, go ahead.
0: Go ahead. What What do you mad about? Well, Anton I, think,
1: I think we just traded to get a, a pick for next year, right? So we, we traded to get a pick for next year for a guy that we could have got at the pick at 27 or picking him at 31. Save flowers? Effectively, yes. Well, that's not, the, that's not the reason to trade.
0: And at 31, Jack Campbell is still available, as is Drew Sanders. And apparently there's some love in the chat for Drew Sanders because people are
1: like, you passed on Sanders? So, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to say. We're going to pass on 26 guys before our pick. Or they're going to be unavailable. And then when we draft, we're passing on like 200 guys. <laughs> I
0: don't know.
1: I don't know if people are calling
0: are people calling us silly in the chat? I, I don't know why we're silly, but okay. <sighs> <laughs> the best part about what we're doing right now is this is not our thing.
1: <laughs> we don't well, talk. So the, the problem is, you know, we, we don't know what's going on in the war room. That's the Correct. problem. We're all putting ourselves in the war room because it's slick and fun and exciting, but they're doing freaking chaos math and we're sitting here doing like, you know addition and subtraction because we don't have access to the information and that's why we go through this exercise with zero knowledge and olympic level mental gymnastics and we're only going to be disappointed on draft day you're only going to be happy about one pick
0: right so Sarah you i meant sarah so sarah you guys said you don't care about next year and then took that trade i took the trade because i wanted 31 I didn't take the trade for the pick next year. I took the trade because I wanted 31 for the intention of trading back out of it.
1: No, And she was right. But so what you wanted to do is trade back out of it, get into the second and get DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Correct. At this point, let's take Trent uh, or Jack Campbell and see what happens. Uh,
1: Joe, I think you're breaking the algorithm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to none of those. So we've got our guy at uh, Cedric Tillman is available. Tight end, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, offensive Well,
1: oh, that tackle. Luke Musgrave is a good-looking player. Holy smokes. From Oregon State. Um, but I don't think that's highest need. I mean, you know, conceivably, they can just take uh, – shoot, I can't think of his name. The other six-foot-eight tackle that we have. They can line him up at tight end a little bit.
0: Tommy Doyle. So, Tommy, Tommy Doyle, Doyle. I, believe, I believe last year did play a lot of that uh, sixth offensive line yeah.
1: stuff. Tommy Doyle.
0: So, yeah. So I don't know if there's a whole lot there as far as that goes. So we'll do one more, and then we'll get out of here. Does that work for you? Uno mas, por favor. Tyler Childers is waiting. Tyler Childers. Going to a concert tonight. Last one. Here we go.
1: Rejo, Re- I'm mistaken. I saw it. I saw it too, yeah. My mind graduate gravitates to him immediately. So
0: I like this. So at 27, uh, oh, the Saints are right. offering us cornerback Roby, which we don't necessarily need a corner, but also pick 29. So move back two spots. And then I don't know right anything about Roby. that corner. So I'm going to, so just for the sake of what we're trying to accomplish, I'm going to accept that deal.
1: Yeah. I like, no, I like that deal. I mean, I don't know much about Roby, but if he's got experience, uh, look at what happened to us. It seems like he could never have too many cornerbacks if you're the 2022 Buffalo Bills. Well, there's also a conversation
0: about moving Christian Benford to safety, right? which would potentially, if it works, fill a need, which means we're mm-hmm. going to need backfill corner a little bit. So now we're back at 29. So pick 58, pick 90 from Dallas, and then Dallas wants to give us two picks next year. Not super interested. Yeah, so this is not necessarily great. So let's see who's available. So mm-hmm. offense – Wide receiver, Zay Flowers is available. Josh Downs is available. Go to OT and OG. I'm the OG. Anton Harrison, w- it, it, pretty much in every mock, Anton Harrison is there in that 26 to
1: 35
0: mm-hmm. range, right? Uh, an offensive guard. Well, who do we got at center? No, oh, that's a reach. I don't know. Defense linebacker, Jack Campbell. Take him. Is there at that point in time. You just gotta wonder if the corner that they gave us is enough, right? Are we really interested in that corner? Which I'm, I'll be honest with you, I haven't necessarily heard of who that person of of that corner. Somebody in the chat may have,
1: but uh, yeah. I hate taking Campbell with our first pick. Everything else tempting is gone. That's what Sarah Larson says. Agree. Sarah makes great points. You know, Should again, I? I mean, nothing nothing is going to make any sense until we see the first twenty picks. Right? The
0: good news is, is. The draft, especially the first and second rounds, are an exciting time, right? That's why we get mm-hmm. chip and chips and dip and beers and all kinds of stuff and get our friends together and hang out and, and have conversation. It's exciting because you never know if you know the, the trade music comes on and is it your team that's coming up or is it your team that's going back. Um, at the end of the day, the Bills, it's unfortunate because I feel like the Bills have some pretty significant needs. I don't feel like their draft position fits the needs they have necessarily, um, I don't believe in a world of, you know, best player available, because I, I think even when teams tell us we draft BPA, their BPA is based on boards and like team needs even still.
1: Well, sure. But but I, I think the point of that is best player available for the two most pressing positions.
0: Right, right. And, I, and it, it'll be interesting to see what the Bills do. So if you, had, if you had the best guess, what do you think the Bills are doing on Thursday night before we get out of here? And, we'll get, and then I'll let you get off to your
1: couch. No, I, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a trade. I, I, I just don't, I don't think Zay Flowers is the guy. I don't think you move. I don't think you draft any of the linebackers in the first round. I think you know the way Bean wants to work it is move back enough, get, get a little bit, and get the guy that they want. And I don't know who that guy is. I, 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 It's not an overly impressive wide receiver class for me. That's why I think they're probably still working the phones on the DeAndre Hopkins deal. Well, the, to me, the object
0: here is to drop back and pick up an extra second, right? Figure out a way to get, even if it's a move up, right? So even if it's a it, get that early second to get Hopkins and then move up from your second to get Jack Campbell. That mm-hmm. to me is you got an A for this
1: draft mm-hmm. yeah no I, I don't disagree with you if we, if we came away with jack campbell and deandre hopkins you know i think that's pretty great when I mean, we look at a safety later rounds um you know you could argue all kinds of need joe we did this last week uh you know the productivity of the defensive ends isn't great is von miller still a question mark you know but if if the collective grown if they draft a defensive end at 27 we'll deafen the entire country
0: uh Um, defensive tackle who who, they've been linked to a defensive tackle at 27 as well uh,
1: yeah the kid from uh clemson maybe or florida Mm -hmm. i i I think that that would uh, there'd be a lot of people who are you know you'll get not that it matters right only the owner matters as far as confidence in your gm and your head coach but you, you as long as you're deaf enough and you can't hear what's being said, and it's hard to tone down the internet, right? Yeah. It wasn't like when I played, you didn't have to care about what they wrote or, you know, there, now there's a thousand writers, 10,000 writers for every team. There are people who have great opinions and no opinions, but even bad opinions can get energy behind them. Yep. I don't, I don't want any of that. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Ladies and oh, gentlemen. Now,
1: now I'm nauseous. Jeez Louise.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned into the off tackle with John Fina Show on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network. I think I missed that at the top of the show. But regardless, my name is Joe Miller. You can find me out on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. I'm the host of this year's show. And sitting next to me, pointing at me with this gigantic finger, is the uh impressively Built and just like beautiful, blue eyes, dark hair. John Fina himself, you can find him on Twitter at John Fina. You should follow him because he's a great follow. John, any final words before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody just take uh, take a pill or take a shot before the draft. Uh, we're, we're not GMs. We, we all do something different with our lives. Uh, it's hard to win a football game. It's hard to stay healthy. It's hard to have the right game plan. Uh, it's all just a great, big, fun mix of, garbage sometimes <laughs> and sometimes the garbage smells beautiful man and then it smells like the Cincinnati game so oh, you went there yeah sorry man that one really stung I'll just say to all the great people in the chat everybody downloading and listening to this at their you know favorite podcast site we know as much as you do maybe a little bit more maybe a little bit less probably less. believe in your team root for the guys out there I hope your guy gets drafted. Every one of you. That's good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right.
0: Anyways, so for my, are you going to say one more thing before I get us out of here? India? No,
1: I don't know what to say, man. A lot of people are going to be screaming on Thursday night, some with joy and some with fury. For me,
0: for John Fina, uh, for Buffalo Rumblings, I believe Intentional Grounding is coming up right now with Sterling Furrow. Uh, please hang out with Sterling. Uh, Joe Miller, John Fina, go Bills.